Okay. New releases. Do you listen to that? I've been doing that more because I've gotten good. tired of everything that I've listened to and that I already have. New so. releases is good because it's artists that you like, like you or typically you usually typically, are somewhat familiar. You have like you usually have a song or two saved by them somewhere, which is why I had this guy because that's what I like and also dislike about it is that it's it is like already popular artists for the most part. Yeah. Although shout out to I found. Fetty Wap's Trap Queen on that <laughs> the day that song dropped. Like, I literally found that song the day it was released, I think. Because of Release Radar? Yeah. And uh, and I like I was like, this song is really, really dope. I have no... I don't really think it'll blow up, though, because it's kind of weird. And so I like, listened to it a bunch for like two weeks, got really tired of it. And then it got big and a month it- after that. <laughs> and so everyone was like, oh my god, this song? Have you heard of this? And I'm like... Yeah, months ago, that was the most hip, like the most hipster I've ever felt in my life, because oh, I was literally months ahead of the game. Yep, that's me. And we're back. You thought we were gone, didn't you? Rip unbiased music. But unbiased Except music. Except unrip because we're back again. We're back, boys. We've risen twice. Yeah. Um, hopefully. It's because it's been crazy. Hunter and I have been working. And oh, I have so little free time. It's absurd. Yes. I I didn't realize how much time out of your life working like eight hours a day it does. Yeah. Well, it's because like all the when I feel like when you're working, when you're working, yeah, we commute both ways a lot. Um, And when you're working and like little things, commute both ways. We I commute both ways, not just one way. (laughs) Yeah, literally. But stay at work. I'm not. I'm not. Not wrong. Um, When the little things like just at home add up when you're working, that sucks. I didn't realize that was a thing. So it's just like all of a sudden there was... You mean like, just like little like chores or something? Yeah, like the chores or like... I still just, have to call the bank. I've had to do that for like a week now. Exactly. Stuff like that. Just like crap. And it's just like I forget but about We're it. back and we got a lot to talk about today because a lot has happened. So I hope you guys Yeah, enjoy. a lot. A whole lot. I hope you guys didn't miss us too much. Or maybe we want you to miss us, but we're back. You don't have to miss us anymore. I don't know. We're back. Oh, okay. Did you hear this? Have you seen the stuff about Donald Glover? People think oh, stealing. Okay. Have you listened to the song? Yes, I listened to the song. I It made me so mad that people think that he stole that. I agree. Are you, like, okay, that just goes to show, like, people, like, not understanding what, like, like, how the music world works. Yeah. Like, all music is, like, I would say ninety percent of music is un- is 
if you want to consider Donald Glover's This Is America, un- or Charles Camino's This Is America, unoriginal because of the other song, then you have to consider like 90% of music. I w- yeah, I would say like 98% or probably almost 100% of all music is not original in the way that there's nothing else that sounds like it. Yeah. And like, like they, they have the only similarities is that it had the the soulful uh like background and sampling. Mm-hmm. The beginning is a little bit similar. Yeah, the beginning is, was super similar and I was like, oh this is a bad look. But then the song started and I was like, are you no. kidding? I'm like, all this really is, is all so this is is it's like it's basically just a, a black artist I talking think, about being black in dude, America. If like you that's, had that's a the super name, common. If you had changed the name of the song, people wouldn't have flipped about it. That song yeah. could have been like that song could have been. If the word like, America was not in either one of the songs, like people, people wouldn't be drawing the conclusion. And like it makes me crazy because like if you consider that to be an original as well, like you have to consider Kanye to be an original because yeah so much Kanye's made his living off of being a sampler like that's what his music is yeah I wouldn't say sampling makes a person unoriginal no I don't no 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 I'm not saying but that. no and I know you're not no. saying that I'm saying <laughs> but I'm saying that I think sampling specifically makes things depending on how you do it can make yeah. something really original because yeah I don't know yeah and it takes I mean it takes like that's what's so cool about Kanye to me is that like the the like just the samples that he'll pull out and you're like when you go back and listen to the original it's like i don't know how he got like yeah like how does there's several on especially the life of pablo is the one that really sticks out to me when it's like there's some things where it's like going through and listening to the samples of that song it's like how like did con there's no way that a normal person would just be like hearing some random old 70s like soul music and being like this would make a great hip-hop beat yeah, like, the, <laughs> like the, that these is, few notes on this vocal that is sound really good. Like that. Yeah, he's he is a mastermind at just producing and sampling. Yeah, and I just I, I have the Donald Glover subreddit up, so people are like that. It doesn't like people are like mad and like saying all this stuff, and then I've and seen then a lot of people like speaking up for him though. Like yeah, even though I even think, though people are talking about that, like most yeah. of the time, I've been seeing people say like. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're similar in theme, but that's not an original theme. Like that's probably like one of the most common themes in like hip hop music ever. Yeah, and and then the funny thing was is that somebody in Gamino's camp, I don't know who exactly, like camp. tweeted on Twitter that he said, um, he was like, this song has been in the file for or this song has been worked on for three years. Like I can pull you up the date created on my computer. And like show you how long we've been working on this thing. Oh yeah, I saw and that. People too. were still were like flipping out. It's like it doesn't matter. You waited until the song came. Like, oh my god. And the fact that like it was on the, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it was from Gambino fans. It was like I'm so disappointed and I can't believe it. It's not like Amy Schumer stealing jokes. Like it's totally. <laughs> yeah. Screw Amy Schumer. Should we talk about some of the? freaking 50 albums we've listened to 75 million different things that have came out it yeah Ooh, speaking this won't take long because you didn't really i don't think you listened to it or maybe you have some at some time in the past but i only thought of this because of the classic rock subject that popped up for like one second and then i like typed it on my computer so i'd remember it so it's open 
Um, I finally listened to Pink Floyd for the first time, like a couple months ago or one month ago. I remember ago. you talking about this. And I listened to The Dark Side of the Moon just like while I was driving. Uh-huh. And my mind was actually blown. Like it's kind of a circle jerk. Like how much, like, oh, Pink Floyd and like yeah, all these other like type of bands from this era are like, so good yeah. and like best music ever. Well, I would say some of the pray the ridiculous praise that they receive is probably one hundred percent justified. <laughs> because I like listening to that album one time, like that album's probably in my top three albums of all time after one listen. And could very well like be in the running from my favorite. Because it actually like blew my mind like that much. Dang. So my highest praise to that album, for sure. Wow. I mean, I knew people like love it, but I thought it was the kind of thing that's like, they're like the, the kind of people who like, only listen. To they that only kind listen of music. to this like old like '60s, '70s yeah. like rock. I would listen to it, I guess. I would, I would really recommend it, especially if you like, um, it's like psychedelic rock. Like, since you like, t- I wouldn't say they're similar or like the same no, as no, Tame Impala, but like, yeah, I got you. you can definitely see how it's like, that's like the roots to like what Tame Impala and like yeah. other similar bands are like now. No, I got you for sure. I'll, I would recommend. I'm picking up your now. And um, so, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. That's all I've got to say about that. Because it's been a while. So, I don't remember any of my specific takes other than it was amazing. I, yeah, I don't know. I've never been, rock is a very fine line with rock for me. Rock is, rock is like the most broad. It really is. I think of like any of like the basic genre names. I feel like rock is probably the most broad. Yeah, that's true. Because they pretty much just classify anything that has like heavy drums and electric guitar could be rock. Yeah, anything basically with an electric guitar. Like, they even rock. consider like need to breathe a rock band. And yeah. I, like yes, but no, because it's like you have need to breathe and you have Pink Pink Floyd in the same like context. It's like, and then different. like there's an argument, even though like Metallica is like a metal band, and, like that's in their name. Like they're also like kind of a rock band. Like the argument, well, because metal and rock are like they have a weird relationship. Like they're kind of the same, but they're kind of different. So it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's huge. Like, whenever someone says rock, like, I think of just, like, really, I initially think of just, like, really cringy, I just, like, of, stuff I listened to in middle school. Like, Arctic Monkeys, but bad. Like, if the Arctic Monkeys were bad. More that's... like Three Days Grace. <laughs> Three Days Grace. <laughs> that's, like, the most stereotypical, like, band whenever I think of, like, rock music. And like my first initial thought goes straight to like something like that. I literally think of like the if the Arctic Monkeys were bad and like if the Arctic Monkeys didn't make good music, then like that's rock music. Like if you had to pinpoint it. And I, I I'm yeah. saying that because I don't know bands to like compare because I don't listen to it enough, I guess. I don't know. I feel like yeah, whatever. And speaking of Arctic Monkeys, they released an album. Oh yeah, it's been so long. It's wow. been a while, but they released an album like right after we, I think, like recorded the last, last time. Episode oh yeah, so also we recorded an episode that we're not going to release because <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare 
we thought it'd be a good idea to record. It was, no, it was a great idea. I we thought just, I thought it was a great idea. We didn't execute we, it well. Yeah, we were too invested. So we, we decided we were going to record a podcast and Colby from Unbiased Film was with us and we were watching one of the Rockets was it game five? playoff games. I don't remember. I don't remember what game specifically. Um. So yeah, we were watching basketball that we were all super invested in and so we would have like 10 minute spans of silence where like we wouldn't be talking and just like watching the game. Um, and I don't want to go edit that because also I don't remember what we talked about. I don't, I don't think, think it was, I don't think it was anything important. super important. So it's actually been a very long time since we released anything. Yeah. But yeah, Arctic Monkeys happened. Yeah, that was it was a good album. It was really different. Yeah. I was not expecting it. Um, I think you and I probably agree that that one is like... I get, I literally barely remember that album because I only listened uh, to it a single time. I listened to it probably. I remember. Oh, Batphone. Batphone. I good. do remember thinking that that song was dope. I don't remember what it even sounded like though. It was. They had weird names. It was weird, weird names, and like the names were like they didn't always make sense. In like involved in the song, like yeah. the world's first ever monster truck. It says it flip. once. I remember listening for it. The second. I thought they said it a couple times. But it, it it's like really long. Like it takes them thirty seconds to like say that full name because <laughs> they sing it real slow. Yeah, it was an interesting like. <laughs> I don't know. I'd give it. It was like definitely a good listen. Like I wasn't mad that I listened to it. I'd give it like a six out of ten. I don't. I don't know what. I don't even remember how much I liked it. But I guess six out of ten probably sounds fair. I the other thing maybe is five. That like, I don't know. Somewhere between that. AM is like a really good album. Yeah, AM is amazing. AM is really good, and then favorite worst nightmare, which is like oh seven, and is like two albums, four albums ago, is also really good. But I just Bat, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino is the name of the album, by the way. Yes. It, I don't know. It just doesn't have like your typical Arctic Monkey like like they just have some anthems. Like yeah. they have some songs that just like no matter where I will be in life that came on I would just like sing my heart out and like, yeah. have a great time. And I feel like most of their albums have at least one or two of those and then the rest are just like really good still. But they're not as memorable. This one, I just there wasn't a banger. Like that one is cool. That one's a good song, but I don't know. Six out of ten. That's what I'd give it. Yeah, I think I'd give it a similar rating. It, I I think Batphone's the only one I have on my playlist. I haven't saved any, but that's not because I didn't want to save any. It was because I wanted to listen to it to a second time. You haven't done that. And I haven't done that, and it's been like a month. <clears throat> That's another what else has even happened in the world um, uh, should we go and I think after that the big one that we listened to was the Pusher T Pusher T Pusher T-shirt Pusher T Pusher T Pusher T yeah Daytona what do you think I I really I thought Daytona was like it was fun I wouldn't say it was like great 
mm-hmm. but it was like a fun album. We can talk about that in a second after we review some more albums related, but I think it was too short. I would have liked more. Even though oh yeah, we talked a lot about that. We can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll wrap it. We'll wrap up this little segment. If you know, you With know that. is a very. If you know, you know is dope. I I like basically every song except what would Meek do. <laughs> that song is not very great. It's a bad song, but I love it. It's not a great song, but I thought it was real, real great. It also somehow has the second most plays out of all the songs from this it's album. It's got Kanye. That's yeah. literally it's because it has Kanye that's why I like it um, if you know you know is probably my favorite that uh, one's like the most fun to listen to it's fun Comeback Baby is real good Santa Ria is real good Santa Ria is badass yeah uh, other than that it's like, it's just it's classic Pusha T which is just co-crap and I'm not and I, I, I'll he's consistent this, I'll just say I'm not like I've never been a Pusha T fan I think this is the only album that I've listened to more than once by Pusha T. Yeah. Like, I I don't really get butthurt because I love Pusha T, but I don't really get butthurt if people don't dig him a lot because he basically makes one type of music and he just like, but he's super consistent. Yeah. Like, he's not like some artists where they jump around and make different types of music and sometimes it sucks and sometimes it's amazing. <laughs> like, Pusha T just consistently makes the Puts same thing, <laughs> but it's all above average. It's all, like, very, like, good quality. Yeah. And he, he, in my opinion, is the most consistent deliverer of just bars. Just straight. All of them are about selling cocaine. Yeah. On the street. Bars of bars. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I would I would give this a six out of ten too. I think I would give it like a seven. It's been a while since I've listened to it, um, but I do remember deciding that it was a seven. Yeah, like a strong seven. But I couldn't I couldn't make the jump to an eight. It wasn't spectacular enough for me to go to eight. I, but I thought it was like incredibly well done. Probably his one of her, one of his best albums. Yeah. Not that I, I've listened to like all I the love albums. the beginning of If You Know You Know is just like I feel like that defines Pusha T. Just like he's not even nece- he's not like going with the beat necessarily like very well. He goes but with he's he, literally he has just, a very strange rhythm with it. It is a very strange rhythm. It it sounds to me like he's like he's like in five four and then the bar or then the beats in like three four. So yeah, like I totally know what you mean. So it's that's probably not like he, true, right? he's like on the beat, but like he he like doesn't follow the uh-uh. the like I don't know what to yeah. call him. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, no, I'm probably I'm definitely not right about the signature of music here, but he's definitely. But like, it sounds like he he's he's like playing okay, going on he's really playing long. quarter note time, but he's playing in like diff- the bars are different like measurements, and so that's why I think it sounds off. I think it sounds because if you listen to it, it's like if. Like he starts and then like he's off for a little bit and then he joins back on and then he's off for a little bit and he joins back on again and then he's off for it. so he's like it's like catching up like he's being on time in the right place every like so often yeah and so I think that that's what makes me think that um, but I would I don't know that was just I just felt like I was like this is a great way to start an album and because he's like the it's pretty like good bars like 
Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> you don't he, have to tell me that. He's not rapping bad at all. It's just like, it's off a little bit, but you're just kind of like, yeah, okay. That That it. is Pusha T. That's like, what, yeah, it's <laughs> that is him. <laughs> yeah. he, he just consistently will give you bars. So I enjoyed it. And I'd give it, a, that's, I mean, I'd give it a six out of 10 because I enjoyed it. And it was yeah. good. I gave it six and a half if we did decimals on the show. We're not doing decimals. A hundred point scale is ridiculous. <laughs> even, though I, even though I just gave it 6.5. Um, so I guess that means we should talk about Drake and Pusha T's Oh yeah, we can talk about that now. Just briefly. So yeah. yeah it's old news, but Pusha T. Pusha T and Drake got into a beef. A big beef. And... This is, we're talking about this so much. Like, literally, no one talks about this anymore. No, it's so, either. like, out of date. But, yeah, push it. it. I, I'm so happy because I just knew, even though Drake is, like, a god, I just I just knew it. I was, like, I knew Pusha T just had what it took to, like, actually win the beef against Drake. It was David versus Goliath. <laughs> except Pusha T came out there with, like, an RPG versus like Goliath, who just had like a sword and shield. <laughs> David hit a glow up quick. David came from the future. He with a Glock. <laughs> My Rari. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They, I just like thought about that song. Anyways, the yeah, he just. The like, funny thing is that Drake came at him with a pretty decent diss yeah it wouldn't like drake like drake is pretty much the one who hit first even though in reality this beef that Pusha t has had with drake in his camp has started in like 2003 <laughs> like Pusha t has been literally sending shots at drake and just like lil wayne and all those people literally since 2003 <laughs> and finally drake was like you know what i'm gonna entertain it and he came at him with a pretty decent disc track. Yeah. I was like, not comfortable because I was like, okay, this was decent. It's no back to back though. Yeah, it, my thing with it is that I don't think Drake realized who he was picking a fight with. He didn't, I don't think he realized that Pusha T has been formulating for 15 years. <laughs> and that Pusha T is a private <laughs> investigator. He, he doesn't need to Literally, they're going to make another Sherlock Holmes movie, and it's just going to be Pusha T. <laughs> Pusha T. It's going to be Pusha T figuring out It's going to be Pusha T just looking up everything that exists about Drake. He, I mean, like, I feel like Drake had to know going into it that, like, there was a large possibility Drake was going to lose. Like, there's... He didn't, he didn't realize it, what kind of danger he was actually setting himself for. Because for, Pusha T was all. ridiculous. I thought that it was fake. Like, I actually thought it was fake beef before Pusha T responded. I was like, because Drake's diss barely aimed at Pusha T. Like, it kind of it went at Kanye it for some reason. The, it was more at his whole camp. It went at just, like, the whole good music uh, label for some reason. And, uh, and, then, and I was like, <laughs> but I was like, they're, like, cool with each other. I was like... That's what I was Kanye was on about. Drake's most recent thing, yes. More Life, and like, like they're like cool with each other. They're like friends. I was like, this doesn't really make sense. They're definitely all just drinking champagne and laughing on a private jet right now. Like yeah. this is fake. The thing that I did, it probably still is fake, 
It could still be fake. The thing that I didn't understand about this is my whole beef with Drake's beef side of the beef is that he was going at Kanye's out like Kanye's whole camp, which is not like that is undoubtedly the stronger camp. Like it's not a strong camp, but it is the stronger one. Okay, you're right, but like when you look (laughs) at OVOs, they're bad. When you look at good music. Versus and then OVO. you look at OVO, whatever, OVO records or whatever they're called. It's like varsity versus JV. Like, it'd be like fueling the varsity football team and then just yeah. like sticking JV out there and being like, have fun. Like, you have one or two guys on JV. It's like, J- it's like JVA team versus freshman team. It, yeah, and it's like, you've got one kid maybe on freshman, you know, the lower team that's like, oh, you know, I can swing some punches, which is Drake. And then Drake's kind of like, all right, guys, let's go. And they're just like, you look behind him. He literally it's, it's carries just a bunch of like, yeah. It's just a bunch of prepubescent boys where the helmet's way too big and their like pads are falling off their shoulders. And then they just like turn and look and these other guys have like beards and are just like ready to kill him, you know? Literally, OVO is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Drake, <laughs> and Drake is LeBron. Like the only reason they even exist is because he carries them on his back. So great. I was trying to think of a good soccer reference because the World Cup is going on, but I couldn't think of a team right off the dome. It Portugal. Ronaldo is. I I feel like they have a couple other good players though. I was trying to think of a team that literally has one outstanding player and everyone else is trash. I I was going to say Egypt, but like, but then they have a good. But then Salah wasn't great. Yeah, Salah hasn't done well, but they have a good goalie, don't they? Yeah. Remember, El Sharawi. If that's who I think El, it is, it looks really funny. And this is you're probably not gonna like know this, but El Sharari was like this god in FIFA 12 Ultimate Team. <laughs> he played for AC Milan at the time. I don't even think he's. Uh, I'm gonna have to look up where he's at. He was like he was supposed to be the next next Messi. Which, if you know anything about soccer at all, oh, he's at Roma now. Um, if you know anything about soccer at all. Like every three years, there's a new Messi. Yeah, but it's anyways, absurd how many good the, players there yeah, are. But no, that's really that's just mentioning. I don't know why that came up, but anyways, no, I Portugal's team is definitely carried by Ronaldo. Oh, uh, definitely is. In I think it's I don't know the the thing with Portugal is that most of their good players are really old. It's okay. It's kind of like U.S.'s team at qualifying for the most recent World Cup was bad because all our players were good, but they were like forty years past their prime. Like they should have been not playing. Uh, like that's yeah. Well, this is a whole. I could go on for an hour. Yeah, I feel I mean, like we should. Yeah. We should. We're we're on a tangent that will probably not Never stop. End. But so that's kind of I don't know, but. I would relate Portugal. Portugal is the hardest carried team by far in the World Cup. Yeah, um, definitely. Which it's because of Ronaldo mostly. Like Ronaldo on any team except for two or three would carry, but by far, OVO Sound Radio is Portugal this World Cup. Um, it's just I that's that was my thing about Drake's this though. Like bring, bringing it back is that he just like he picked the fight. Okay, and. The thing is, is he also I think if he'd gone, 
He called Pusha T not top five of good music. Which is that's false. the most absurdly incorrect thing I've ever heard in my life. He, he yeah, that was that was the thing. It was like, okay, when you took the shot, like when he took his big shot at or one of his few big shots at Pusha T, it was like literally not a factual statement. Yeah. Um like, so if you like, take into context, like, the legacy people who are a part of good music but no longer a part of it, then maybe. Because cause good music used to have yeah. 2 chains yeah, yeah, and yeah. Common and, well, I would put Pusha T above Common, personally. Yeah, but personally. Uh, I don't know. There's other yeah. people. There's a couple but, other big people. And then, like, you're going to go, like, you're going to sit there and, like, talk about good music when, like, really... Even if, like, OVO sound and good music are on the same level, like, good music is basically Kanye's thing. Like, I'm not exactly sure on my rap history, but I'm pretty sure that good music would not be a thing without Kanye. No, it's Kanye's thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. That was, it is Kanye's I thing. I pretty sure, like, but I that, just, that is correct. Uh, anyways. And so you're going to go at, like, Kanye, without a doubt, Kanye is... Um, way more influential than Drake in the music world. That's a that's a good debate that is worthy of having, and I don't know which side I want. Which side there's I agree with? No, no, there is no way that this is. That's not even close to a debate. If no, it is a debate. It no, is no, no, a no, debate. No, no, no. Even though I still think Kanye is definitely Kanye more. Kanye is more influential, but but Drake. Is is so incredibly gigantically influential within pop itself okay, that okay, that okay. I'm saying Drake. I would say Drake is more influential in terms of the volume of like what people actually consume and pop culture. I would say yeah. Pop, when you're talking when, I'm, when you're talking about whereas music, Con, whereas Kanye has just like completely penetrated like all of hip hop and some of pop. Dude, like Drake has has just like penetrated all. There's, of pop. I mean, I there. I can't tell you how many artists there are that, like, there's probably, I'd say 25% of the people that are... Definitely Drake doesn't exist without Kanye, though. Yes. Because of 808. The 10, like, if you if you take an artist that, okay, so we're 21. If you take an artist that is 5 to 6 to 7, I would say even all the way to 8 years older than us, there is a probably 50% chance that Kanye is going to be one of their inspirations. Yeah, because that and that's how far Kanye's like reach goes back. Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been around for a long like he is what is forty one years old now? I think I don't. I mean, I'm trying to think of when his album. You know, what was the first his album? first album? College two thousand four came out. Oh, that's that's later than I thought it was going to be. Me too. I thought it yeah. was going to be like two thousand two. I was thinking oh one, but still like oh four to now. Like that's fourteen years ago. So there's like basically 14 years of music. Think of any artist that's come about in the past 14 years. And Kanye is probably influential in some way then. And especially in the way that he's made music with sampling and stuff, I there's no doubt in my mind that Kanye is a more influential person than Drake. Recently, I would say that culturally, you have a lot of Drake influence just because he's so mass hysterically popular. But, you know, there's that's my whole issue with Drake's side of the beef is that there's just so much that he's trying to do that is literally wrong. I had a nerve in my knee. Ow. Ow. 
Super, okay, this is like super duper random, but I've always kind of wondered this and I just saw it and I was reminded. Between Kanye and his wife, Kim Kardashian, who do you think has the higher net worth? Definitely Kim. By like a landslide? Like how much do you expect it to be by? Give me, am I right? Uh, I'm not going to say if you're right or not. I just, I, like, do you think it's like a sizable margin or it's like they're kind of close or like? I would say it's a sizable margin. So on Wikipedia, Kanye says his net worth is $145 million. And they didn't have a net worth for Kim on Wikipedia, so I just Googled it, and the first result says $175 million. So they're they're a lot close. I expected Kim to be like, to like blow away. I expected Kim to have twice his net worth. Yeah, well, I think you got to divide. I mean, if you add up all the Kardashians' worth. She probably has more disposable because Wikipedia said she had a salary of $50 million. Yeah. And somehow. But I also feel like Kim, the whole Kardashian family, like, I feel like they all, like, Kim, Kim contributes. A lot of their money is kind of pooled. That and Kim contributes to a lot of other people's net worth, probably. Yeah. Like, all of the people that are related to her. Because she's, like, the big one. Yeah, she she is the star. So, like, anyways, that's, yeah. No, I, I'm not surprised, even though Kanye seems to talk about debt all the time. Yeah, because he was literally in debt. I think... I have no idea if he's like out of that now, but he was like millions of dollars even, in debt. I don't even supposedly. bother. I don't even. The thing is, that's super like. It's like when Fifty Cent. It's kind of misleading. Yeah, like Fifty Cent is is technically bankrupt, but like he's like Chapter Seven bankrupt or Chapter Nine. I don't. I don't remember. It's been a couple basically, months since I've had fine. to study that, but basically, he's basically fine. He has ridiculous amounts of money. He just can't. He can't liquidate it. Yes. Uh, yeah and so he's in trouble for that for some reason but let's yeah so and then Pusha T comes back and Pusha T became a private investigator apparently since 2003 when he started this beef and just destroyed Drake yeah like freaking acute like ousted him outed him as having supposedly a baby a child that he's hiding and also ignoring i think it's just i to me it is so funny that i mean it's funny to me that it took this long for drake to supposedly have a child think about about how much of drake's music is feelsy music i'm surprised drake doesn't have 25 kids yes also he might he world may never know just the fact that like someone who like I feel like Drake kind of got big with like his in the feels type music. Yeah, I mean I would I've never been a huge Drake fan. That's kind of like that's kind of the like initial. That, that is I, his. I that is of, his thing. I think of Marvin's room and Drake's always been a feelsy guy and like he's always kind of gotten that stigma for it. And then for him to get called out in a diss track for having a baby mama is hilarious. That's so ironic. Someone who complains about basically not having love and like all these girl issues, and then for him to like have a son that he like doesn't publicly claim, the irony is just I think it's hilarious. I don't know how ironic that is though. It's because it's like okay, I'm thinking it from the perspective of like because it's not like he talks about not being able to have girls. 
like usually he's talking about like too many girls or like just a girl just not being loyal or something. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I think the irony just comes from the it, fact that like, right he's got someone that he made a kid with. Like he made another human being with someone. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, which he didn't really he hasn't re- He hasn't responded. He hasn't which, which it. Is, which points to the fact It's a lose-lose. He either comes out and says it's not his and then everyone's like, it's definitely his and then, or he says nothing and then he just hopes that the news just dies down. It's a lose-lose-lose because then if he comes out and says that it is his kid, then he gets made fun of some more. No, see, the winning move would have been he says it is his and he owns up to it. That I think that would have been his winning move. And then move, his kid is his Which kid makes has, me think that it's not his kid now. Yeah. Because he would have come out and been like, that is my kid and I have been supporting it. And like, the kid yeah, here it is. Like, this is reality. And but then, everyone would have but been didn't like, the tweet from the ba- didn't the tweet from the supposed baby mama say that he's not supporting? Or am I wrong? Well, she said some stuff about like, bum, like baby daddies or something. Yeah. And, I have no, I have no yeah, idea. I didn't dig yeah, that deep. I didn't either. But I just, I don't know. I think the irony is just the fact that like, you've got this guy who just is like, in his field all the time, but then he's like, uh, like. I mean, it's not, not like he just, wouldn't. It's not like he wouldn't be. In his fields, just because he supposedly has a. Child. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like. I to me, it's funny because he, like, just has this. Like, he had the potential to, like, I don't know. I feel like if you, like, have a kid with someone, unless it's literally a freak accident, then it's, like, there's there's the person that you could be with. I don't know. That's, I just think it's just kind of funny that he's got this baby mama that he doesn't care about, but then he's, like, oh, I don't, you know, have all these girl problems. Which, hey, maybe that's part of the girl problems. Anyways. That's that. That's the beef. Is yes. that Pusha T just murdered him? And so, so we can move on. Yes, that means up next at bat is Kanye in his album. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Yay for this album. <sighs> so this album, I don't even know how to feel about this album. I know. How I'll to tell feel. you what. This is the least hyped. I, I'm just so. I'm just so shook at how on You didn't think I it was, was. going to drop. Which I think What do you mean? You, I don't remember. You, the day of you were like this is not happening tonight. Like you were you totally did not expect it. Oh, I don't I don't remember saying it wasn't going to happen. I was just I was like do not be surprised if it doesn't happen cuz it would be the most Kanye thing ever. Yeah. Which I think I feel like that made you unhyped for it. Well, also just Kanye's antics lately have been making me reevaluate how much I love him. He was in timeout, so yeah. I know of a guy. He's a a friend of a friend, but I don't know him. Who is like a huge Kanye person, and then now he's completely disowned him. Like literally, has not listened to Ye or Kids He Does because of all his antics. But that's all. I think. I think Kanye is just literally like mentally unstable, which clearly he is according to this album. Yeah, supposedly. I think, I think a lot of I think a lot of Kanye's antics come from him just like being in a not not an unhealthy state, but just not like thinking things through and just being so He's like, super impulsive. Very being very impulsive. And I think like I think there's a possibility that his mental I don't know if you call them disorders, 
would you call them disorders? Yes. Uh, I guess mental there's mental, illness, mental, mental disorders. Yeah. yeah. And I think that part of that contributes to his antics. Yeah, 1000%. Yeah. And so. I've definitely. So on the cover of Yay, he, he says, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. And multiple times in songs, he mentions like being bipolar. I called it. I literally, <laughs> for years, have been saying this man has something like bipolar or like manic depressive disorder because he talk he he subtly and like talks about it in his music like all the time like makes hints at him having like these finally, the, these like, like back and idiots. forth just like Listen, mental man. whatever yeah. and i don't think anyone's ever disagreed with that other people have thought it too yeah um really. it's just it's so it's very nice to just be 100 percent right <laughs> Okay, fine. Um, and I don't remember where I was going with that, but I have no idea what I was going to say before that. Just give you takes on the album. Um, I'm glad it exists because now I definitely know what his worst album of all time is. <laughs> um, this is it. Well, I'd say Graduation is still still ha- still competes to be his worst album. Even though Graduation is great, but I still think I like Graduation more than this. And that's not to say I hate this album. I moderately like it. Yeah, I I was about to say, like, with Kanye, I think just there's so much... Kanye is so brilliant that, like, you almost should create a rating scale for Kanye. Like... Yeah. Like, Kanye should have his own... Like, whenever whenever I, like, talk about my favorite albums, like, I usually just kind of, like, say, like, only one or two Kanye albums and then, like, but they're everything like else. But in reality, like, probably five or six of his albums are in my top ten. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of ridiculous for me to just, like, list it off like that. Yeah. And, I mean, like, this is kind of over-exaggerated, but not totally. I would say that everything Kanye has made is around a seven to a nine. But then, like, if I was to rank each thing individually, Ye is like a four, like on the Kanye yeah. scale. Because on Kanye's own scale, Ye is like a two. <laughs> Just like on my own Kanye scale, like it, it is like a two. But on like a regular music scale, it's like it's a seven, a five. Oh, it's a seven for me. I think that okay. I'll just give my. I'll just go ahead and give my full take on it. The first three songs are bad i don't see i disagree there okay. I, there's only three songs i like and two of them are the first two okay. so so i thought about killing you is not objectively a very good song but i still like it anyway because i like the way the song is structured and i actually liked his spoken word part like i thought it was really just kind of like haunting how yes. he's like i thought about killing you i thought about killing myself and I love myself more than I love you. Like I thought that was, even though no, it's kind of like maybe cringy in a way. It is cringy. It, it is like really, I still like, think it's cool. It's genuine. Yeah, it's very genuine, which I definitely appreciate. No, I mean like objectively, and I'm talking about like again on the Kanye scale. Like I'm my whole review is on the Kanye scale. Mm-hmm. Like on the Kanye scale, songs one, two, and three aren't good. Uh, I think I think Yikes is good. The soft track number two. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yikes isn't bad. It's not fantastic, but it's like 
compared to all these other songs, like Yikes is like one of my favorite ones. Okay. I think Wouldn't Leave is very underrated. It's okay. No Mistakes is good. Yeah, that one's fine. Ghost Town is a masterpiece. We Ghost Town is a fumbled this. masterpiece. That song is incredible and incredibly just fumbled. I am it, it it makes me mad. It makes me want to hate Kanye so much because he really could have made that song so much better. It is it's True. it's obvious that Which he, again, that he did why, in fact make this album in like one week. He no, he wouldn't change stuff like No, they, he uh, he like threw out like his entire supposedly I don't think it's a solid fact, but it's like a very like substantiated like rumor that after his TMZ interview when he said his infamous lines about slavery that he threw out his entire album after that. He was like, "Yeah, I'm no, no there longer. are lines in there that like they line up." That literally he's like referencing he says, things that happened a couple of days before yeah. release. Yeah. And and that's I mean, I'm, that's and I'm why also, again, that's why it's a bad Kanye album. It was rushed like big time. And the, I would agree, Ghost Town could be a lot better. The outro could, the outro is cool as the outro is. The outro could be shortened. With it is, it seven, is kind of shake or whatever. It, it's it is long, but I don't think it's detrimentally long. Yeah, no, I, would. I feel like I feel like it's good because it has a like halfway through it has like that electronic like breakdown. Yes, with like the weird laser sounds. Yeah, I don't know how to describe but, it. Violent Crimes is the best song on the album. And violent, Violent Crimes, IMO, IMO Opinion. Um, I really like what he was trying to do. I don't think he executed it very well. Violent in my and Violent Crimes is almost just a f- almost perfect. With a few, there are a few things within the song that are that are bad, or not that could have done them better. The end with Nicki Minaj is completely unnecessary. His, I literally like. Why does it, the, why is the I album ending on Nicki Minaj's voicemail? Look, I will say it a thousand times, Nicki Minaj is not a good artist at all. Her most recent song proves that to a T. Like, if you go listen to her new song, I'm not even gonna like. Just, I'm not gonna tell you to don't listen to it because you're gonna be pissed. But ending the album on Nicki Minaj made the album so much worse. Made that song, like that song would have been a nine, a strong nine in my book, and it's a weak nine, strong eight because of that ending. Like it almost knocked it down the whole point. It was terrible, the outro. It's unnecessary, but I'm not going to penalize the song just for it. I'm just going to question Kanye's decision making. Um... But no, that but the, I think violent, violent crimes is the the thing about violent crimes is I, I like that he went for this completely new idea of like being like really fatherly and talking about like his his daughters like growing up and he's like afraid for like the first time in his life and like he's kind of awoken to like like w- women being humans. Which is kind of a cr- really crappy thing, but but it's like this. it's like yeah, um, but I feel like it just could have been better. Um, I I don't know. I people think that people say that Yikes is like his best 
flowy moment, but I Yikes has his best flow, but I that's would, also because he doesn't do a lot of crazy rapping rap on rap, this album. I love the flow in Violent Crimes. Yeah, I really. It's been a while since I've listened to it, but it, I remember it. Being it okay. kind of like I don't. This is probably gonna be somewhat inaccurate, but it has like this weird, like it slows down at the end of each line, and I love it. I don't know. I th- it's my favorite song. I think it's the best song. I like musically. I think it's the best. All mine is a terrible song. All mine is so bad. I hate it so much. Mm. And it's the it most popular belong. song it off is. of this, and it is so bad. It, it is doesn't. complete garbage. I hate everything about it other than it has some funny lines, but I didn't need those in my life in reality. It, the chorus, <laughs> All these thoughts on the chorus, <laughs> There's a foggy raw line that mentions Christian and what makes me so happy. That when I heard this, I immediately thought of Foggy Raw. I associate this album with Foggy Raw because of this song. Because it's so bad. Because it says <laughs> all the stuff on Christian Mingle. It does, I mean, like, Kanye's probably, like, definitely this and Violent Crimes are really good. But the, I don't know, that, I just, all mine is bad, real bad. I'm gonna stick till the day I die. I'm gonna say that Violent Crimes is the best song. But I mean, I like I give this album a Real World seven and Kanye four. I probably I give it a five. Real World, and, I, and on the Kanye and scale, again, it, it's and again, like, I'm hits just rock say bottom. It again, to remind everyone that the album is too short. Uh, I didn't need more of this album. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need more of it. Uh, I can respect that. God, Ghost Town would have been so amazing. All they needed to do to make it better. Okay, where that it says party next door is on this song. Yes, where where I the hell is he that. on that song? He's not. He's there's no, no way he does there's no way he says any whole words in that song. He might be having some minuscule like okay, moaning. But in the Kanye background. has a feature in a Francis the Light songs where he says one word. But he, it's kind of dumb. He literally harmonizes with Bony Bear in one word in but also, uh, Francis and the Lights is on good music. Yes, that's true. Which automatically makes good music better than OVO because Francis and the Lights better than every single one of those artists. That is not even a hot take. That is a reasonable take. It's a reasonable take. If they just would have re-recorded, if they would have made, if they would have let Kid Cudi record his part on Ghost Town more than one time, 30 seconds before they went and played the song for everybody on live stream, it would have been so much better. I'm convinced Kid Cudi probably was like hung over and Kanye called him up and was like, hey, I need you to like record like this little verse right here. And, and they gave him, happy. he is so off note. I, it makes I me know. want, it makes me like want to, it of... makes me want to put a pencil through one ear and pull it out the other. <laughs> that's, how, that's how bad it makes me feel to listen to his part. I feel like it's part of that though. If he meant to do it, then he sucks. They all suck if that's what they meant to do. Because why? Okay, dissonance can work in music, but particularly right there, it does not work at all. I don't know the lyrics. I've been trying to make you love me, but everything. No, the lyrics are fine, but I'm talking about the performance. Okay, listen. This is clearly like the line is coming from a guy that is like. Oh my dogs. The the line is coming from someone that is hurt, like clearly hurt. 
That doesn't. <laughs> so that's part of the. That's a dumb reason. Why is that a dumb? People are like, oh, uh, they did it because it emphasizes the emotional aspect of whatever. Like, I get that. They did a terrible job of implementing it. Like, I'm not going to disagree that that's something you can do. And I'm saying they implemented it horribly. I don't know how you'd make it work because I, I have not dabbled in using dissonance in music personally. All I know is it just sounds bad and it, it rips me out of the song. Like if I'm listening to it and I actually pay attention to that part, I'm just like, it's like, here's the most perfect analogy you're ever going to hear in your life. Listening to Kid Cudi's part in Ghost Town is absolutely 100% the same as watching The Last Jedi when Leia comes back to life in space and flies back to the ship. Okay. They are exactly the same. I respect the analogy, but it's wrong. No, that's... You can't convince me that that analogy is not A1. I mean, like, it's not a terrible analogy, but... I get what you're getting. I just think that they do it well. For me personally, that is exactly what it feels like. It's like, dang, I'm wrong. in this song, and it's like, what just happened? Why is this happening? I feel like Con- I feel like Cuddy has never been a like objectively good singer, but his style is really good. I feel like Kanye is a not a good enough singer to just have a career as a singer. Obviously, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But I don't think he's a bad singer. I mean, like I, I think I'm he talking about Cuddy. Oh, Cuddy. I'm saying okay, Cuddy. I love, I love. No, Cuddy. Cuddy's not a great He's singer, not a but I love singer. his style. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't necessarily. And so then you're traditionally like, okay, good singer. Take someone who is a average singer when he's singing his best, make them have dissonance, and then you get this. I'm not saying dissonance is bad. I'm saying they just did this particular take terribly. All I'm saying is I wish they had done it differently. We can argue about this forever. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to shut it down because it's like Let's we've spent a talk while talking about, no, about this one song. No me. Okay. So we're going on to Kids See Ghosts. Kids See Ghosts. This Ooh. is an album. So good. So good. When I heard... But it's too short. When I heard that when Kanye was tweeting and I was sitting in class... And he's talking about, I have an album coming out this date. And I was absolutely losing my mind. And then he said, the following week, I'm having an album with Kid Cudi come out. (laughs) I was simultaneously absolutely hyped and terrified. I thought Kanye West and Kid Cudi actually making a collaborative album is everything I've ever wanted. But it's kind of like everything I don't want to experience out of fear of it being bad. Like, you know what I mean? It's like how people say, don't meet your childhood heroes because you'll be disappointed. That's what I was afraid this was going to be. I was afraid this album was going to be me meeting Steve Irwin and Steve Irwin being a complete ass. (laughs) That's what I was afraid this was going to be. And... It wasn't. It was so good. It is incredible. Every song is good. That, yeah. It shot seven for seven. (laughs) It should have shot ten for ten, but... I, yeah, I, this was... 
fist was so good. I don't even. Oh, fun fact. So it start. It opens up with the Pusha T verse. Literally, I sent a video. I don't know if you listened, watched it, but Pusha T. No, 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 no. Pusha T got called by Kanye the day that album was supposed to drop, or like one day before. While like Pusha T was on a plane, Kanye called him and said, "Hey, I need you to record a verse, like literally right now." Like they didn't have that verse until like twenty four hours before that album was dropping. So even though that was input at the last second, it turned out well. He said it in an interview with somebody, someone like Complex or something like that. Complex, good boy. Some, some like contemporary like hip hop like commentary place. Um, but yeah, like there's not a single part of this album that I don't love. It's everything I ever wanted out of a a collab, a, a, a Cartier collab. Yeah, it was. Really, I, I love it enough that it is officially my first vinyl purchase because it was only $15 also. Oh, yeah, I need to get it. It's probably sold out though. Well, they haven't even started production. Uh, like I won't be getting it until like August or like September okay. maybe. I need to buy them because now that I have, I'm making money. Yes. I'm going to buy both of them now actually. We'll do that tomorrow. It's, Cuddy has good performances unlike on Ghost Town. Uh, all of it. I don't know. It's just yeah. incredible. It was, Feel the love is kind of a meme, just because Kanye with the the gunshots. Okay, it's silly, but I love it. It is actually done very well. Whenever I heard it for the first time, okay, it actually was kind of spoiled for me because. Do you remember when they were? doing the stream dropping of this album, it was super delayed and I was like, they're taking forever. Like the app is crashing and like, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to listen to it in the morning. And I checked the app, the streaming app like that morning. And so they, we was playing and I heard Kanye doing the gunshots, but then I turned it off immediately. because so I was like, I don't want to hear anything, but I knew that there was going to be a part where Kanye is going like, like da, 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 and stuff like that. I just didn't know when I was like, I know it's going to happen somewhere. And, yeah. So, so that initial back. shock was kind of ruined for me, but still, just like hearing the song and then suddenly it pops out of nowhere, I was still shook. Yeah, I and I love it. Actually, really good. Some people don't like it, and I get it. I love it. You get that's fine. They have bad taste. It's fine. Yeah, they have a bad taste. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I was. I. I will say I was expecting a little bit more of like slower music i feel like there's a lot of slow music yeah i i don't even know how to explain it i was expecting more ghost town i was expecting more stuff to sound like ghost town yeah, on this that's what i mean which there wasn't and, but it was, and frankly i'm okay with it yeah, just I'm because fine. no i'm fine with it they still delivered something awesome yeah i it's gonna be the second best collab ever to chance and give me now so if that ever happens it has it yeah that album has happened i won't believe it so i'm listening to it yeah i real i won't either but i know that, like it's a fact that both of them have said it's a thing it's just not happened it's just not their time a lot of things haven't said their thing just like yes there was supposed to be i don't know if you've ever heard of it but it's kind of a meme in like the hip-hop community uh dr dre was gonna make an album 
gigantic collaboration with all these people called like Detox. And he talked about it for years. It has never happened and it's never going to happen. And people were so hyped. Like it was like a thing. Like people were like, yes, we have worked on it. Like this is coming out. It is a thing. And just like nothing happened. That's crazy. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I just, man, I just, I just, I know deep down within the good Lord wouldn't withhold that from me. Should we talk next about good old Tiana? Tiana. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I the next. Oh wait, 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 wait. Before no, that, no, before is, that, the next Nos, one was Nos. Nos. I uh, didn't listen all the way through it. I listened to all of it a single time. I was incredibly underwhelmed. Yeah, I listened to three songs, I think, and I was like, yeah. It didn't help that he spent an entire verse on the one song that I thought, wow, this song is actually good. And then halfway through it, he spends an entire verse talking about how vaccines might be BS. And I'm like, yeah, that was the first time. You, you can literally miss me by a million miles with that. Oh my gosh. I, it, you know, it blows my mind that people think that that is like a thing it doesn't surprise me that he said it like looking back on it because basically he spent the whole album just talking about like institutions are bullshit and they lie to you and stuff and so like naturally that's going to come up um but the facts that people like that with all of the scientific data that is out on vaccines the fact that someone who has like i don't know People don't. People are just blind. Like, I don't know Nas. When people that accept that he was smart, so I don't know anything about Nas. I've never. I I know things about Nas, but I've never listened to him before. Yeah. Um. And frankly, I don't want to listen to him ever now. <laughs> Even though he supposedly made one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time, Illmatic. Yeah. People call it the greatest hip hop album of all time. Yeah. And so maybe I should listen to it, but um. But after. He's also has a reputation for everything else he's ever made sucking. <laughs> That's like the meme. He made one good album, and it happened to be the best album of all time. That ever. He struck gold um, for the rest of his life. But so then I didn't like the first three songs. It, just, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I'm really feeling it. I'm feeling you know, Mr. Krabs. So yeah, I just I'm not even gonna rate that album because I. Oh wait, we need to rate Kids oh, Ghost. Nine. Yeah, I'm kind of caught between a nine and a ten. But, Actually, but whenever it's whenever a nine. when I really think about it, I don't think I can. I don't think I could seriously give it a ten, but it's a strong nine. Yeah. And yeah, I give I think, it a weak nine. That's the highest rating I think I've given to something. So far get, in uh, this podcast, they got a ten from Anthony Fantana. Yeah, Fantano gave it a ten for all time that he ever did. Um, I, you know, I was thinking about what my highest albums I rated on this podcast were. I'm pretty sure I gave an eight to Anderson East because it's freaking fantastic. It shows up all the time on different playlists now. That is that we we were early to Anderson East being popular. I don't even know if he's it, popular in all honesty. Uh, I have no idea. He, like, I think he has several. I Somebody think, knew, one of my friends knew who he was because I've, 
she actually listened to my podcast and she was like, yes, Anderson East, he's awesome. And I was like, how do you even know who that is? I mean, he's got... I just didn't expect her to know who that was. He's got 4 million on Girlfriends, 7 million on all Are you serious? He's got a million on almost all the songs. What? No, he... Anderson East is doing numbers. No, I'm telling you that album has like legit numbers. My guy. Oh, he is 300... I mean, he's getting. If you keep loving me, he's only half a million, which is sad. Because that's a good song. That whole every that's song a, is good. That's, yeah, I was about to say. I need to listen to that album literally, again. There, speaking of a song, an album without a bad song, that is an album without a bad song. I think there were a couple that I didn't care for, but I wouldn't say that they were bad songs. There, there are. A couple I, would, that, I wouldn't like, say they were. I bad wouldn't songs. put on a playlist, but I would say I all of those songs are objectively good. From the fact that he uses a lot of brass. Yes. Um, that, dude, this might be a vinyl purchase. I'm looking at vinyl right now. Ooh, that's actually something I would that's, definitely be willing to buy vinyl of. It's a twenty dollar vinyl. It's not bad. I will buy that tonight. <laughs> um. Ooh, delivered to the United States in three to six business days. That's a very. It's a very, very good album. We're going to talk about Tiana now. Oh my gosh. That okay. album is just... It was a roller coaster. I've, ne- I've, I've never said what the hell is going on so, <laughs> many, so many times in any album listen, and this album is seven songs long. I've listened to some long albums that I thought were really weird. This album blows all of them away. Like, I had no idea what was going on. I mean, like... I really just did not enjoy okay. it. Like, the first couple songs were good. I thought yes. they I thought they were fine. I, uh, I didn't love them, but I was like, these, these are fine songs. Like, this this album might be okay. There's one of them that, like, I remember I was like, yo, this is, like, not bad at all. There were a few things that... And then, like, you get to... Honestly, just listen to the first three songs. And then never listen to don't, the rest of it. Like, literally don't listen to it. The last song is an atrocity. It is funny. I'm, it I'm, is so hilariously just bad and just out of tune with like the rest of it. Like yes. it doesn't make sense. It goes from okay. The last song is WTP. It stands for work that thing that women have. Um, and it's bad because of that. And then it's more bad because it's a bad song. And then it's even more bad because it doesn't fit in the album whatsoever. Yeah. It is literally like, okay, so it's all like an R&B type thing. Like, and then it goes like that WTP is literally uh, her just saying that phrase over and over and over and over again to like an electronic beat. And it's like fast. And like I thought I was gonna have a seizure listening to it. It <laughs> this album both like I wouldn't say it ruined my day, but it made my day no not I was, better. I was but mad. it also it also lightened my day because I thought it was so absurd. That I was it, mad. I was just like, how does this exist? How does how does Kanye West work? I on can't this? imagine the con- I, it. Makes me like sad that Kanye said I will put my name on this. Yeah, he's on one song. 
Jackson produced it, didn't he? Yeah, he he was. I mean, this is like part of his thing. His his ma- yeah. his master plan for the summer. I think I think that's it. I don't think he has any more albums so. that he's been and the song, doing. Like, there's a song called Three Way. That that song is just gross. It is like that song is actually kind of. It is really a, like just a dirty, dirty song. Like and it's I not would, very good. It's, it's just weird. It's like a, I don't yeah. like listening to Even it. Even if it wasn't like basically like listening to audio sex, like if it wasn't a song version of Fifty Shades of Grey, if it wasn't listening to porn, then it would be bad. Still, it like, would it still could be, be bad. It could be like a Christian worship song, and it would still be bad because it's a bad song. It is like it's like two people talking back and forth, just like. Talk, it's basically like people sexting back and forth, but then like sung in a really bad way. It was just abysmal. Um, Rose in Harlem made me mad because it started out and kind of had like a decent little feel to it, and then it immediately went to crap. Yeah, I remember like, that. It just all of a sudden was a terrible song, and I was like, what is going on? Especially after the first three songs being decent and likable. And I just, I was pissed. I was so mad. It literally, like, ugh. We can move on before Alan blows a gasket. (laughs) Uh, What else did we have to talk about? I guess we could briefly... What about John Mayer? How John Mayer is, like, my new favorite human being. Yes, he is lit. If you haven't, like, stepped out of the your realm of unknowingness by now if you've um, stopped you, being ignorant as hell <laughs> and you don't know who about, john mayer is not even that you don't know who john mayer is but that you don't know that he released a fantastic song new light is such a good song like oh i it's just like Everything about it and the way that he's like basically carrying himself, or I would say portraying himself as now, I am in love with. Yes. He, he's so the music video. I still haven't in, watched that music okay, video. I don't know. Oh, the music video is so good. If you follow our Instagram, I posted a screenshot from it. Um, but the like, so the he couldn't decide on a budget or something. There was basically he didn't know what his budget was. Yeah, so the label went, couldn't decide. The, the label budget. couldn't decide the budget. I don't know how all that works exactly. Um, but so he basically just went and found these like random art majors, I think. Yeah, the, there's some. It's like a place. Yeah, it's basically he just went and found two guys that are basically. Their like, business is making. He said their business was like making videos yeah. for bar mitzvahs and like birthday parties or yes. something. And if I'm. I think I read somewhere else that they're like. They're not. They weren't well known. Like, yeah, no. Like it was like a small thing. And like, they're like, like it was um, definitely a shock yeah, to them to have John Mayer walk in and be like, "I want you to make this yeah. video." And so they basically put him in front of a green screen, and he's wearing this incredibly ugly '90s attire that he just absolutely rocks. Fire. He just is slaying his outfit. Just, it's incredible. And then he just does like awkward white kid dancing. To it and he's got this persona and it just fits with the song really well 
that was the thing to me that really I thought was cool is that it wasn't like he was like just goofing off, but it like worked with the song, like the way that he was kind of like pers- you know acting and goofing off, or just the way he was it was awesome. And I just I love it. I listen to it probably once every other day, if not every day. It's a great song. I'm very excited for whatever he's coming out with because yes, before any of this happened, I I had put John Mayer on my like upcoming radar. I was like, I want to get into John Mayer because he is a super talented artist and I want to appreciate him while he is still like around and productive. And now this is happening and it's amazing. So I'm excited. Yeah. He, I mean, I've never, I, everyone knows who John Mayer is. I feel like it's like I've heard a lot of John Mayer. Like, who doesn't know Free Fallen? Yes. But, like, man. I'm just, oof. <laughs> I'm ready, John Mayer. Um, oh, you want to know something I listen to? Huh. Huh. Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Oh. <laughs> the Kid Cudi album from 2000 and the Kid Cudi 15 winter of 2015, I think. Yeah. Possibly one of the worst albums ever. I decided as a big Kid Cudi fan, I have to listen to this album 100% of the way through at least once and analyze it. And actually, it has a few good songs, <laughs> but most of it's really bad. Um, I feel like it's actually overhated, though. It is incredibly, terribly bad. It could have been so much better. That Oh, that's the thing. It could have been amazing. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Kid Cudi is actually, he has like the vocals and just the style to like make that type of music. But it was the ultimate fumble. The bit like that makes the butt fumble look like like it was no big deal. I just it was just a lot going on. But it actually had a few good songs that I'm gonna mention right now. We're good. Uh, let me scroll down to my music. I mean, uh, okay. Confused is like one of the first songs. That's actually a good song. Like I will unironically listen to that song. Speed and Bullet to Heaven acoustic version. I will unironically listen to it. Um, there was a couple other songs that I kind of liked, but I won't mention them. But <laughs> a judgmental c word. I ironically love that song <laughs> because. It is really, really angsty. It is so angsty. And like, I'll listen to it when I'm working out and it gets me pumped up, actually. Oh, it's incredible. It is so. Yeah. Anyway, I think everyone should listen to that album. I think it, I feel like it's a, it's a hidden jewel. I'm going to buy that vinyl just for irony. I'm going to find it. I want to see how much I can buy it for. I mean, it just. I, I listened to it once. Oh, wow. It's like $10. Oh, I'm buying it. Oh, okay. The I'm website so Discogs, <sighs> D-I-S-C-O-G-S. I see it. It is great for buying and selling and trading miles. Okay. Um, $3 shipping. 
So like, yeah, this is not a good album at all. I just hey, I give it. I have tried. I I will give it a five. No, it's not a five at all. That's a joke. You want it on cassette? Yes. Okay, cause okay, vinyls are a thing, and cassettes are a thing now. Like they're both kind of too like. Yes. I wouldn't say hipstery, but they're like no, a, they're they're hipstery. Okay. Vinyl, hipstery. vinyl has probably become mainstream. Cassette, cassettes out. are still kind of hipstery, cassettes but, are cass- hipstery. but cassettes are coming back. Here's the thing: cassettes are coming back big time. They're coming back big time. I think that they're cool to collect. I almost bought one at the King's K concert just because it was cool. But like the the thing with vinyl music is that there is like something about listening to vinyl because I you know I'm gonna get the the like wording wrong. Um, there, there's like there's a certain element of listening to vinyl music yes. that, that makes it kind of different. So it has to do with analog audio, analog sound, storage, whatever it, the proper wording is. But it makes it basically like analog makes it sound more. I'm gonna say like in the room. The way I like to describe it is vinyl sounds like it's in the room with you. Uh, analog is the way that you hear like a concert or a way that you hear like live music but then I don't know what I'm trying to think of what the other like oh uh, digital we call it digital signal so you have all you have analog and you have digital and digital is what you hear on your phones and what you hear like all that kind of like CDs um, and whatnot but cassette just doesn't sound the same like cassette doesn't have that I don't know from experience, but cassettes have like a reputation. I don't remember if it's really good or really bad for their music quality. And I'm trying to figure that out right now. I mean, like, I think, like, I, I've listened to a cassette, like, decently recently. Like, I used to have a cassette player De- I said whenever decently. I was like a kid. Yeah. Oh, no, I had one as a kid. I loved it. I don't know where little, any of this stuff is. It was a little Tykes but... cassette player. I saw one in the store the other day, and it totally sparked a childhood memory. But cassette, I, if I'm not wrong, they are analog. But I, I don't know. You just, I think the quality is different, and I think that like vinyl, the appeal of the vinyl is better, or not appeal to just kind of the atmosphere. I don't even know how to describe it. I love, love, love listening to vinyls in the background. Like, mm-hmm. there's just something, and the the crack of a vinyl, like the the like crackling of a vinyl is just like the coolest thing ever. Like to start a vinyl up and have it go <laughs> and then like slowly start. Someone's trying to FaceTime me. That's weird. Anyways, um but that just whole yeah. Vinyls are really cool. Um, my favorite vinyl is from a record shop in Tyler, Texas called Sunshine Records. I got two records. Two records for seven dollars. It's literally this old guy who just buys and sells these records, and they are just like you literally can find whatever. So I found this one that had some really cool like minimalist uh, 
artwork on the front of a guy that was like it was like blue and white only and it was like of him in a new york it was looked like it was in a big city penthouse and he was playing the piano in the corner album's not very good at all i didn't enjoy it the other album i got in that two for seven deal was hawaiian instrumental music oh dude and it is by i've been far, listening to so much hawaiian music lately by far the best thing that i've ever listened to in my life it is a 10 out of 10 i have i have I have I can literally prove to you I have listened to a bunch of Hawaiian music lately like for the past like few months like that is every I love is he's amazing I I own his album like that one album that's like really big one where he's laying down on his back yeah where he's like looking in the sunset or something I don't know where it is but like we bought that like when we went to Hawaii a couple years ago at camp there's a guy whose camp name is is and we're good friends and every time I listen to Hawaiian music I think of him Okay, speaking of Hawaiian music, big shout out to this song. It's not Hawaiian, but it a big element of Hawaiian music is the steel guitar. Yeah. Um, so this song is like pretty big known just because of its use of it. It's Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny. It's from like the 50s. Mm. I think it's it was the last instrumental song to hit number one on like the billboards in the 50s until... Sometime I don't know, but it's an instrumental song that became a number one hit. Like, it's a great song. You might recognize it. Like, it's actually a popular song. Yeah. Um, Possibly. I'm gonna send a link to it to you so you can listen to it. Um, but it's dope. It uses a steel guitar in it. Like that's like the main part of it. So it it's, it has a kind of Hawaiian sound to it just because of that. It also surprised me that the steel guitar is big in like country music. Yeah. I did a bunch of research on the steel guitar because I thought it was really cool and I just wanted to know more about it. And uh, it started out as a Hawaiian thing and then somehow country music appropriated it. <laughs> that is proper usage of that term anyway. But yeah, they somehow like started using it and now it's, it's used in both. And those aren't really similar music genres. No, because Hawaiian music is good and country music is bad. But new country music is bad. New country, uh, you're right. New country music is bad. I don't mind. There is some old. I okay. I get in. I get in music. I don't know if people consider is Johnny Cash like is he? Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's basically country, but he's like he's like the style of old country back whenever like that was like the only type of music that existed. If you like, if you know what I mean, like, yeah. like he, he just, he's like in the, he's kind of like because he was literally it, parallel with like Elvis at the time. Yeah, like it was a lot like of country Elvis, rock. It was like country rock in a way. I think that's a way rock. Kind of. Well, Elvis was more like rock. Where yeah, Elvis was like between rock and like folk, and then later Hawaiian. Where Johnny Cash was more on like the folky countryside yeah. with some rock. There, Johnny Cash is. I get in these moods where I like have to listen to Johnny Cash. Same, Johnny Cash is. Like, a I've really been listening to like. Have you ever watched Walk the Line? No, I, just, I need to. With so Walk with Walking Phoenix, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah, my mom said it's good. It's a really great movie. I. Oh, they're just. Like, there are some songs that Johnny Cash sings that it's like, if you are a normal human being, you just get emotional. Yes. 
it makes me want to smoke 10 packs a day until I get there. Until yeah. Day. Like listening to Johnny Cash makes me want to chain smoke until I sound like him. Because he, oh man, like, oh my God. Like his man. voice like is not super smooth, but it still has like a great it's like aesthetic velvet. to it. Like it, it has like a, you can like feel it like when you listen to him. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's his like a feeling just, to it. Oh, I was going to say there's a cool vinyl shop in College Station that I found that I want to go back to and buy a bunch of stuff because they have a lot of really old records that they're selling for like $1 and they're probably all in terrible shape because that they're not even in covers. They're just stacked literally on top of each other. Dude, like I, it's literally just like a giant stack of like these little vinyls that are like that big. Part of my man, like I'm going to have a man cave when I'm older. I didn't know it, but I'm definitely going to have like a vinyl section of my wall like yeah just we've already talked about no, no 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 i'm not talking that's gonna be a whole nother thing that's gonna be like in the public i'm talking about like my man cave where not many people get to go is gonna have like vinyls stuck on the wall it's a oh. it's a decoration okay. look and it's fantastic i understand i had a ra my freshman year that did that and it was really cool that is cool i'll look into that but hurt by johnny cash is one of I think like one of the it's like one of the best songs. songs ever. Yeah, I love that song. Have you ever? So it's a remake. I'm sure you know that. Everyone knows that. Have you ever listened to the original? Like Nine Inch Nails is the people who originally did the song, and then Johnny Cash did a cover of it. Did you not know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, so Nine Inch Nails is originally the group that made the song Hurt, like that exact song. And then Johnny Cash heard it and he's like, I love that song. I'm going to make a cover of it. And fun fact, Trent Reznor is the lead singer and kind of like the mastermind behind Nine Inch Nails. And it's like a story, it may or may not be true, but the first time he heard Johnny Cash's version of it, he like cried and the reason why he said was because he heard it and he knew immediately that that song no longer belonged to him. That like Johnny Cash did so well with it that like it no longer actually belonged to the guy that wrote the song. Um, The original version of that song is incredible. Like I had never heard it until a few months ago. I finally listened. Like I've known hurt like Johnny Cash has hurt um, for years. Like I was in, middle school or like a freshman in high school whenever i found it and uh and so finally like a few months ago i went to find the original version of the song and i listened to it and it's actually like really cool it's different but in a way in some ways i like it more but i would say they're just like neck and neck like i like both of the versions really really well Wait, holy cow. Johnny Cash released Hurt like months before he died. Yeah. That's remarkable. That, oh man. Because he died in September 12, 2003, and the song is from 2003. Yeah, he recorded a bunch of music like right before he died, supposedly. Like he has like a few albums out that are pretty much just like stuff that he did like on his own, just like right before he died. Yeah, no, if you go look at his like albums on spotify i mean a lot of them are like post-death and like 
like live stuff and like just great collections or whatever. But like, dude, there's so many albums. Yeah. But he, yeah. Dude, just, people back then just churned out albums like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's because, yeah. It's because I think the music industry wasn't as, like music wasn't distributed as easily. And so music wasn't, money initially for a lot of them wasn't the big like I I would say until like Elvis the Beatles were kind of the first ones that kind of made music like Elvis has a lot of music out there yes like he has like a ton like he's definitely one of those people they were like the first like worldwide phenomenon pop stars there's a few older people but music was because music wasn't distributed as easily. Yeah. So there wasn't as much stardom. I this is just me talking, but there wasn't as much stardom. And so like records, no, right. there are a lot of people that like got into music because they just liked music, you know. And so I think a lot of old like Johnny Cash is probably in that like kind of golden age where their music got distributed a lot, but they kind of had that old school attitude to making music, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, we need to talk. Oh, did you listen to the Lecrae album? No, I didn't realize it was surprisingly good. An album, like I was surprised because I I think his last album, this his best album, the one right before this, I think it was called uh, Mm -hmm. "Hurt No More." I don't know, but this the song is called "Let the Trap Say Amen." The album is called "Let the Trap Say Amen," which is a great album name, but it was really good. I was surprised. I kind of thought Lecrae hit his peak with the last album. But he's, really I will, he's a Waka Flocka feature, which is... I'm listening to it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. You've convinced me. It has a Waka Flocka on it. It has a Waka Flocka. It has a, That's it has a, a feature from an indie artist that I've liked for a while now. A Christian indie artist or indie rapper called No Big Deal. And he's on it and I like him. And so his feature is really good. So that's literally why I listened to it initially or heard about it initially is because that guy posted on Instagram about doing it. And then Cam was like, there's a walk of flock of feature. And I was like, heck yeah. I need that in my life right now. Yeah. It's heckin' good. All right. Well, I think that's all we've got. Talked about a lot. Got a lot of content. Yeah, talked about a decent amount. So, till next time, till four months from now, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Not really. Screw LinkedIn. LinkedIn sucks. LinkedIn is not fun. Check out our check out our Facebook and our YouTube and uh, MySpace. I'm going to go oh, make a MySpace. Check out actually. our podcast uh, on iTunes Radio. Yeah, check out check that out too. I'm not even joking. Like, we don't have a Facebook or a YouTube. I'm going to go make us a MySpace.